Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Insights and my Change of Heart segment, where I will offer the heart clearing and other energetic techniques as needed to callers. I normally offer these segments on the first Thursday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern, and I continue to do so. But since Jimmy Mack is taking the summer off, I've decided to offer additional healing segments during these time slots on the first and third Wednesday of the month. This will continue for the next couple of months through June and July of 2017. Hopefully, I'm coming through okay, but if uh, any of the people calling in, if you could support me in letting me know if my microphone breaks up, then I can do a little energy work. What's happening is um, when my energy spikes, sometimes I get excited. I'm, I'm pulling a lot of energy into my body in doing this work, and then when it spikes, it has it wreaks havoc on the electronic equipment. So it's, it's a bit of a pain. But at least it's understandable, and if you could just let me know if I'm breaking up, I will pause, do my thing, and then back up and reiterate whatever I was saying. Okay, during these segments, with me to serve as guides are Jesus, also known as Yeshua, Mother Mary is here, and also my spirit, my spirit guide, Ezekiel. Depending on the work that's done, other beings may also stop by to assist and offer a message. We will see what comes up. The heart clearing technique involves looking into the heart chakra or heart center to identify negative emotions, coping mechanisms, and defenses that are holding you back, keeping you stuck, or preventing you from moving forward in the manner that you would like to do. Once you recognize its presence after I describe it, if it doesn't have a uh, self-explanatory name like blame, shame, or guilt, I'll describe the scenario that I am interpreting. And once you see how it's impacting your life, and how it is part of your subconscious um, state, then I am able to remove it. And that should give you some relief and at least get you started. I can spend a little bit of time with everybody today because I don't have a co-host to consider. So we'll focus primarily on the heart chakra, but other chakras and uh, other areas of the body may be explored for thoroughness. If you would like to learn more about the technique or to book a private session with me, visit spiritualinsightsradio.com and you'll find several options under the products and services tab. So if you do plan to call in, I'd also love to hear how you're doing in the days that follow so you can send me a message through the website. As always, in preparation for your call, please ensure you're in a quiet environment. Have pen and paper nearby. You can also have water to sip if you like. And you can also mention an area of your life where you'd like to focus, and I'd be happy to go in from that angle. So I invited Miranda from another segment to call in today, and she is up first, so let's welcome her to the show. Hi, Miranda. 
Hi, Charlotte. Thank you for taking my call. You're so welcome. Thanks for calling in. I'm excited to do more work for you and see if we can't solve your um, your issues that you're having. So in my my recent segment with Ira Goodman, uh, he had mentioned some emotional issues. So I want to go there, but I also want to tap in and see um, where Jesus would like me to start, okay? Sure. Okay, and how do I sound so far? Microphone holding up all right? Yeah, you're clear. You're coming through. Oh, good. Good, okay. <laughs> Energy feels pretty balanced. I know it's a pretty wacky problem to have, but um, I'm working through it. Okay, so let me tap in. Okay, we're going to focus on the glands once more. Mm-hmm. He's saying you did well in, in the initial uh, work that I did. He said you did well, but there's um, some emotional and mental habits that have a grip on you. Do you recognize this? Do you know what that's about? Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the fear that might not work, but I'm, I'm honestly trying to focus on the positive and the faith that I am going to have a fuller head of hair. Right, right. Okay. Um, so is it safe to say you're uh, worried in that department and the worry kind of is in the driver's seat for you? Gee, I wouldn't say driver's seat, it? maybe back seat, maybe the back seat back occasionally. Seat? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So let me see what he'll, what he'll have me do for you. Okay. He wants me to do a clean sweep. So what that basically means is I'm going to take my left hand energetically and move it through your head and clear out negativity. Let's see. Negativity. Fear. Hmm. Okay. Did I do a brain balancing on you last time? No. Okay. So he wants me to do a brain balancing. And then he wants me to align your chakras. Okay, so I'll move through this as quickly as I can. It's pretty painless. Well, I'm, that is to say, not difficult to do. Not that you'll experience any pain. This will not hurt. But you may feel sensations such as vibration or heat. Okay. So let me do the clean sweep and see what I can get. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about the past here. Okay, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. kind of suction it out. A lot of memory. Mm-hmm. Feels like a lot of relationship stuff, like disappointment in relationships. Do you connect with that? I do. Okay. That's where we're going. Quite a bit of grief here. And it feels yeah. like you 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 tried your best in every instance, and you did you you kind of took the high road. Um, it either wasn't appreciated or it it came back to you in a strange way. I don't I don't know if I want to use the word sinister, but it just seems mean and cruel that some people would target you because of how loving you are. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm familiar with that scenario. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure going to you continue are. pulling. Oh my God! Ninety-nine percent things that others go in with can be reached too because I've been through it. Okay. It's the strangest okay, thing. You're, yeah, you were breaking out a little bit, but I think I understood what you said. Um, yeah, well, I'll say it again, and I, I pretty much connect and relate to about ninety-nine percent of what people call into the show uh, mm. with their experiences because I've been through. 
so many right. varied experiences and, and on to different levels, some some deeper than others. So right. it's, you know, it's one of those things where I can say, as long as I understand it and and can really and help somebody with it, then I don't mind having gone through it. So that's okay. All right, so I'm going to keep going here. Okay. Okay, there's something with your sinuses. Let me get that out. Yeah, I've been having a lot of post-nasal drip. Mm-hmm. That's like an inner crying. Okay. Mm, I, I I can resonate with that, yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll find out where it's coming from. It, it's... um it, Generally, is buried in one of the chakras, but I'll find it and I'll clear that up for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, inner crying. Okay. All right. Okay, got that. Let me check your eyes. So, with your eyes, when I'm looking at, let me let me say, let me go kind of like third eye because it originates there and can impact what we see physically around us, how we perceive our situations mm-hmm. and how we process that data, okay? Mm-hmm. And with the third eye, sometimes there's kind of like a dark shield that clouds it, if that makes sense, and then kind of makes it difficult to identify opportunities around us or instances of love that may seem disguised as a, as a negative experience. Does that make sense to you? Um, you're a counselor. You said, can I talk to you in counselor's terms? Sure, sure. Okay. So we can look upon a situation or an interaction with another person, and it there can be love in it, but we perceive it to be an attack. Hmm. Those are, those are yeah. better words. Okay. So mm-hmm. what what that can do is it starts to kind of cloud your vision and we either look for that or we become jaded in that respect, despite how much love we have in our hearts for humanity. Um, when it comes to us personally and our relationship with ourselves, that's where we kind of slip into whether it's victim mode or just suspicion that something will suddenly turn south or not go the way we want and have the outcome that we want. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, well, that's what I'm looking at. It's kind of like putting on a pair of sunglasses from the inside, and that impacts the way you see the outside. So I'm going to remove that. Okay, so there's like a like a dark, I'm going to call it a dark shield. Okay, like let me remove that. Yeah, it's like a film, and it's, and it's in like charcoal gray. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, just to be effective, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up, you, you know about the etheric bodies, you have the mental body, the emotional body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's also the causal body. I'm going to call that up and make sure that the work is thorough and complete. Thank you. And then as I do this work, I'll be able to see it come out of the causal body. So whatever I identify that is contributing to the causal body, these are the things that are contributing to what's happening in your physical body. Okay? Got it. Okay. Okay. So, okay, I have it. Let me get that out. Good. Okay, that worked pretty well because I just saw your third eye open up. Got very bright. Good. 
saying. Got that? Okay. I got a lot of negativity. I know that's around relationships. Okay, and then we go for fear. Fear, fear, okay. Well, do you find that you might struggle a little bit? I think you make your best attempt, of course, and I, I think you're a very faithful person. But do you find that you might struggle with releasing fear? Because I see a couple blocks to doing that. Hmm. You might not be I, aware you know, of I'm it. I'm not aware. I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not aware. I mean, I don't consider okay. myself a fear. Like, I wouldn't label myself that way. But, of course, we're humans and we all have fears. That, and, mm-hmm. of course, sometimes we're not aware of them. Yeah. Right. I, I, I agree. I, I would say the same thing. I would Sometimes I would consider myself the strongest, bravest person I know. And yet, at the right. same time, we have these subconscious things going on. And then right. the mechanisms that we develop to cope with that. Okay, so what I'm looking at, just to give you a visual, similar to mm-hmm. to the dark shield that was kind of clouding the vision of the third eye, um, mm-hmm. there are um, areas inside the head in the area of the ears. And the way Jesus explained it is when we're releasing fear, mm-hmm. many times it can go out through the top of the head. But many times they can go, it can come, the energy can come up and out of the ears because mm-hmm. the ears are passive, because the eyes are aggressive. There's, that would be tougher to get through. So it comes out of the ears. So what I'm looking at are blocks inside um, to the interior of the ear, the whole mechanism. Um, I'm going to get those out too so that you can release better and find more balance. Thank you. Um, Mother's here. She's talking to me. Okay. Okay, we get this one. Yeah, that was a pretty big deal on the left side. Okay, so in terms of the then I would say this is where the most of this stuff does. It can also develop in a previous marriage or an adult, but that does not come. Okay. You're starting to break out again. You're starting to break out. Okay. Thank you. Let me, let me calm down a bit. Okay. Did you get that I said that um, on the left side, especially this block, uh, was created yes. in the past during childhood and adolescence? Okay, good. All right. Okay. Here we go with the right side. Got it. Okay. So we got the eyes, we got the ears. Blocks to releasing. Okay, let me see what he wants to do next. Inner crying. Okay. So now I'm going to go check out your heart center and your third chakra and see where this inner crying is from. So it's in the heart center. But picture a vessel that fills with liquid. Picture the inside of the chakra and that it has a lining like a sinus cavity. And it just weeps, right? And it represents Mm -hmm. the hurt from the past. And it it continues to replay those things, you know, the memories that we hold in the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And 
then it continues. Even though we learn to grow up, function, and work around hurts from the past, this continues, and then this is what can contribute to sinus conditions and post-nasal drip. Now, what happened is, picture that it weeps slowly and then collects at the bottom of the chakra, but then it can't contain mm-hmm. anymore, so it kind of goes down a pipeline to the third chakra. So this is actually mm-hmm. affecting both your third and your fourth. So I'm going to go in and see how far down this is going. Yeah, it went down to the first. Okay. So it's the heart. Oh, really? Third. went all the way down. Oh, went all okay. the way down. And, and the words I get as I interpret the energy is that there was an issue with quality of life at some point in your life. Do you recognize this? Very much, very much. Uh, there it is. Okay. So when it's present in more than one chakra and it can impact you to that degree, it's four times mm-hmm. as difficult for you as it would normally be with just mm-hmm. a troubled childhood. You know what I mean? Okay. Yes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in, I'm going to siphon it all out. And for you, I'm going to start from the heart and go all the way down. You may feel something. Um, okay. Picture, picture like a roto-rooter kind of image. Mm-hmm. Just to give mm-hmm. you a visual, you, are you a visual person? I feel very compelled to let you know what it looks like that I'm doing. Is that helpful yeah, to I you? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm more okay. visual, yes. Okay so, he's, okay, so he's prompting me to tell you this is what it looks like. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not some kind of mystery and you're trusting a stranger to <laughs> I trust do all you, this. Thank you. Oh, yes. okay. Well, I'm, I'm sensitive to that, you know. Okay, so here we go. So I'm going to go in, siphon this all out, and Ezekiel is going to help me out with this. Okay, now I'm going to go down to the third. So you, I don't know if you'll have an elevator feeling or any sensation at all, but just in case, that's because I'm going down through the pipeline, so to speak. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot in the third. There's a lot of um, loss of power, and my neck is starting to hurt. Ow. Well, I had those digestive issues I was talking about. So. Mm. Yeah, but earlier I want to mm. go back into your head because I I wanted to look for guilt and I think that was just a physical indication for me to go back okay mm-hmm. so down into the second did you have a number of career changes no um, it is that relationship never really, there's uh, a multiple no. it, okay. it's it's a combination of both issues. I mean, I, I, I think my career uh, goals were thwarted just because I was maintaining the family fort. And uh, so I'm sure that caused some despair. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Okay. And, of course, there was relationship issues, and that was like a whole other story. It just, you know. it, just, it just feels a little chaotic, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, now I'm done with that. Now I'm going to pull that back up. Okay, and then we'll just get this all dried out for you. Okay. So I'm going to do front and back for each chakra. Make sure it's thorough and clear. Oh, there's some damage here. I'll go back and get that. Okay, so third damage. Is it, what, did everything fall on your shoulders if anything was to be done or corrected or maintained? I, I, 
I felt I was taking a large burden of, yeah, what was going on okay. in my life. Although I didn't realize it at the time, but now that I, hindsight, yeah. Oh, oh, hindsight is is beautiful in terms of, what was I thinking doing all that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me go back and get this damage here to your third chakra. Just, I just, I just feel so much sadness in, and, and, and it could translate, what about me? What about me? What about me? If that makes sense. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. That's done. Okay. Then he wants me to go to brain balancing. Okay. Mother's going to add to this somehow. <clears throat> okay. So with the brain balancing, it's three very simple questions. You just answer as honestly as possible. And... What happens is kind of like our, our hopes and fears intermingle, intermingle and then kind of clash and create conflict, and that becomes embedded mm-hmm. in the cerebral cortex of the brain, which is the lining, the outside lining of the brain, just as it means the skull, and that is directly tied to consciousness. And so as we um, consciously move through life, we have these fears basically embedded in the brain that are kind of working against us and keeping us spinning. I want to use the word spinning for you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So the first question then is what do you fear the most in life? Like what really makes you shake in your shoes? Gosh. I, I guess not having any love in my life. There you go. Okay. No love. So, um, like a, a void. Okay. So the second thing is what do you resist the most in life? What do you sense if you look back at the patterns of your life that you push back from, that you push it away? Oh, God. I don't know. I'm stuck between change and success. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, well, I felt the success in there somewhere. Yeah, I think it's more success, and, than, more success than change, probably. Yeah. yeah. That might be where the guilt's coming from. Okay. And final question is um, very simple. When you have a goal, okay, let's say success, you want to be successful, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, So when you think of that goal and working towards that goal, what is it about you or your personality that impedes your progress? whether it's the way you think or the way you feel or procrastination or uh, stops and starts, what is it about you that impedes that progress? I guess uh, that I'm not good enough. The belief that you're not good enough? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So unworthiness, if we want to encapsulate that. I guess, yes. Okay. So when we look at this, the fear is that there's no love, okay? Mm-hmm. But that love includes love of self, right? And so mm-hmm. you might be you might have a pretty good idea of how much effort it takes to nurture yourself or the deterrence to doing so. And sometimes we project that outward and we take better care of other people than we do ourselves. Is any of that mm-hmm. true in your case? Yes, yes. Okay. Perfect. So so you have this fear, and then you resist rising above it. 
because success would surely show that you love yourself, right? Mm, and I it, guess so, it, yeah. it might even bring admiration from others. And mm-hmm. so, but buried beneath this is the sense of unworthiness of the one thing you want. Do you see how these three things are like three legs yes. to a tripod that are supporting each other and keeping you in conflict? Mm. Yes, they're all connected, yes. They're all connected, yes. And being able to look at it like this in a one, two, three format and and just to see how one supports the other and impacts the other is a pretty simple way of saying, okay, I'm just afraid, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So now what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. do is I'm similar, in similar fashion, I'm going to go with my left hand and I'm going to remove this stuff and I also want to look for that guilt. Let me see. Yeah, it's there. Okay. So get that last. Okay, so I'm going to get that last. Now, first I'm going to take out this fear of um, not having any love. There's love all around us, I want to say. Do you feel very unsupported? At times I have, yes. Okay. All right, let me get this out there for you. Okay, and then resist resistance to success and some forms of change. Okay. Okay, got that, and then unworthiness. Okay. Mother's speaking to me, and I'm going to relay what she said. Hello? I'm here. Okay. There's a pop-up. There's a, yeah, there's a pop-up that pops up on my computer, and I have to figure out how to make that stuff. Okay. In the words. Okay. I like to write it down because it's so... The energy so thin, I can forget it easily. So what Mother is saying is that when I got to the resistance to success, um, she was saying you need to you need to rest your weary head. Hmm. Okay. Then when I got to the unworthiness, she said, "Don't place your value in the words of others. You want to look mm-hmm. for your value in the work that you do, and that will support you, the work." And she wants me to repeat, the work supports you. It's not up to you to prove the work. Mm-hmm. Who you are is already proven. You know who you are and what you're capable of and what you want to do. So then you use your work as a tool to support you and that goal and not so much see the evidence of who you are in the work. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Like we can't depend on it to tell us who we are. We have to build it to reflect who we are. But, but it has to come from that that direction, not the other way around, not from the outside in. Right. Okay, now right. I can go for the guilt. Okay. Do a clean sweep. Okay, I'm just going to replace that with light. Okay. How do you feel? I feel relaxed and hopeful. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. It's a good start. Okay, 
So now I'm going to get the chakras into alignment. And if there's any more damage, I'll just fix that as I go. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to start at the base at number one and move all the way to the crown. Yeah, a little bit of damage there. That's all cleaned up. Okay, number two. Hmm. You have to give yourself permission to be successful and happy in, in who you are. Um, it's, it's one of those things that contributes to, in your case, I won't say full-blown self-sabotage, mm-hmm. but there's a halting to the energy of moving forward, like one step up, two steps back, that kind of thing. Hmm. Okay. So then the third and the fourth fifth. Hmm. There are I'm hearing muffled cries and screams in their, your throat chakra. Do you know where hmm. these are from? These are internalized. These are not ones that you vocalized. They're stuck. But I can get them out, but I need you to recognize them. Do you know what period of your life you experience that holding things in to that degree? It's pretty loud. Um, I'm sure it was uh, a lot of it from my childhood and just recently, just some experiences that I went through. Okay. Let me clear that out. Okay. Then sixth... While I'm here, let me look for any blocks to intuition. Okay. And then the seventh. Beautiful. Let me check in and see if there's anything else to be done. Okay. Go into the heart center. First up is sadness slash grief. Okay, let's take that out. Mother saying move into the inner child. Okay. And she's saying look for lack of comfort. Did you feel comforted as a child? When you were stressed, there's a stress here. I I don't know if it's just the way your heart wired to be anxious. What, what would you say? Yeah, I, I was pretty much neglected as a child. I mean, emotionally. To navigate through a frightening emotional landscape. Okay, you're starting to break out again. Sorry. Okay, so you were basically left to your own devices to try to understand and navigate. Yeah. Life. It is. Yeah. Okay. Got it. No wonder we become counselors, right? I know. I know. Okay. So she's saying stay with the inner child. This is where the bulk is, okay? Anger. 
Okay. Anger that needs weren't met. Okay. Getting that out. Okay. What's next? She's calling it inconsolable grief. Hmm. Did you did you lose someone important or a pet or something in childhood? Was there a fracture of the family? No. Something something left? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. A lot of fighting in the house between my parents. Mhm. Okay. Dominating father. Hmm. Oh, I see it now. Okay. She's saying it's very similar to what I experienced in in a very similar scenario where he dominated, set the tone for the house, and it's just this deep, deep unhappiness that I couldn't live in a happy home. Does that make sense? I resonate. I resonate. Okay. Exactly. So this is is the inconsolable grief that life was the way it was. Um, in mm-hmm. my case, we, we generally had the police at our house pretty much every other night. Oh, my goodness. I didn't have that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Well. Very humiliating. Yes, oh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting this out of there for you, honey. Thank you. Okay, now I'm going back to the glands in your head. Okay. And she's saying remove the grief from the glands. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Came out rather easily because I took it out of the inner child aspect of you. Oh, great. Ooh, it's like a spider web. Okay. Okay. So, so on an emotional level, it was very difficult to move beyond the dynamic that your parents set in the household. And so this is what you've been carrying around with you. What it, it made you feel, I believe, if I interpret this correctly, is um, an issue with growing up, that growing up is difficult and that you either couldn't do it fast enough or – that you didn't want to. Does that do you know? Do you understand this? You know where that's coming from. That feeling I'm getting about growing up, what the issue is. I had, I felt like I needed to grow up fast to get to get out of the household. Okay. Yeah. Escape. Okay. That out. Okay. We're good. Yeah, they're saying leave it there and um, take at least until um, through the weekend to allow yourself to process these shifts. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. I feel, feel good. Peaceful? I feel relaxed. Yeah, I, I still feel peaceful. So okay. is, is the thyroid clear, Charlotte, from what you can see? Because I, I know oh, Dr. Me, Ira has mm-hmm. yeah. Let me take a look. Sure. Okay, thyroid.
Okay, he's saying there's a there's a, a, a little additional work I can do. Go into the throat, okay? Okay. There's a combination of things, but he's saying just call it a block and, and retrieve it. Um, there seems to be like an issue with time that I've picked up on several several times throughout this. Um, moving forward in time, time getting away from you. Think of all those different uh, metaphors where there's not enough time or it's time for this and I'm not ready. Things like that. So and good, this, yeah. this is all stuck. It's an issue with time stuck in your throat. Okay. And it's impacting your thyroid, which is a regulator. Okay. Mm. So this is this is the way it just it just went into this pocket where when you're struggling with time and uh, the inability or um, either going with the flow or keeping up, I would say both of those are at play here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and then it affected the physical gland. So here we go. I was wondering what that was with the issue with time, <laughs> but but I you know. I felt it with the growing up thing. Yeah. Growing up yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And it, it, the energy surrounding your thyroid gland, it speaks to me this way. Let me do my job. Like, just let me do my job. Like, if, like there's a feeling of being pushed around. And mm. so... It's like, hold me back, push me forward. And it's like, I, I know what I need to do. Let me do my job. So let me see what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. It's like a wrap around it. Like a what around it? There's like a like a shroud of fear around it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Taking that off. Okay. He says, leave it there. Um... There you go. I just want to complete my note. So I removed the shroud. How does your throat feel? Do you feel any tension? My throat feels... Do you feel any tension in your throat? Any any movement? Any energy movement in there? I just felt a little scratchy for a second, but now yeah. it's okay. Okay, let me put light in there. Okay. All done. Okay, I think that will get you a little further along. Okay, Miranda? Oh, I really appreciate it, Charlotte. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And don't forget the MP3, the Total Body Prana Flush. And that will flush out all the systems of your body. And you can do it in 40 minutes, and it's very simple. You just... Lay down, close your eyes, and go everywhere in your body where I direct you to go, and you'll feel a difference, okay? Thank you so much. You're an angel. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day, and keep me posted thank if you hit a bump, okay? I, I will. I'll, I'll be in okay. touch. Thank you so much. Blessings. You're very welcome. Blessings to you. Okay. Up next, area code 415, bringing you live on the air. Hello. What's your name, and where are you from? Hi, hi, hello, this is Anne. Hi, Anne. Thank you for your patience. 
Yeah, here. I'm just off speakerphone now, so that's better. Sounds okay. How, and where are you um, from, Ann? I am from... We just had an earthquake half an hour ago. Where? Where is this? Um, Bay Area. They just had an earthquake in Berkeley. Oh, no. That's fine. Are you okay? Fine, like a three point. Everybody oh, yeah, all right? Three point. Yeah. Okay. Three, a little, just one little three point. Wow. Yeah. Like, so, little blast. Yeah. Well, what can I do for you today? Maybe a little relaxation after an earthquake? Yeah. Or what? <laughs> um, I'm feeling kind of actually um, a little hot. Like, I don't know how to have too much heat. Or like, my head feels hot and okay. my ears. So, anything, if you could clear out extra, um, I don't know if I'm fighting off something that's about might happen, but, or mm-hmm. if it's a, a shock or thing. All right. Let's see what's going on here. Not normal, right? No, I I don't um, get fevers or mm-hmm. things like that. Okay, let me see. Does Sorry, it also that, come I, you up? broke up on that one. Sorry, it's an emotional balance. Do you also feel this the oh. heat coming up from your collarbone? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I just wasn't sure you said ears and, and head, so I wasn't sure if you were aware, but I'm looking at it coming up from all the way across the shoulder area up. Okay, so they want me to do a brain balancing. Mm. Brain, brain, okay. Um, start there, they said. Okay, so same for you. Number one, what scares you the most in life? Um, nothing changing. Nothing changing. Okay. Yeah, this is it. All right. And what do you resist the most? Um, what do I resist? What do you put back against when, when, when you, when something is said I or happens in your vicinity? What, okay. And I procrastinate so, because of fear of rejection. Okay. It's kind of like gives you not so much a full-blown fight-or-flight response, but fight response, you know? So mm-hmm. you procrastinate to avoid rejection. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. That's interesting. Okay. And then three, success or change, change your life. Yeah. What, what do you, what is it about you or the way you operate that impedes your progress and kind of doesn't allow you to get there? Oh, well, that procrastination, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, um, Maybe not reaching out to people. Okay. So let's do it this way. 
as far as the resistance, what you resist is rejection. Mm-hmm. The procrastination, I'm going to take that off of there and keep it at number three, so that when we look at it, you're afraid of nothing changing. You resist rejection, which is telltale of a lack of self-acceptance because when, when we accept those things about ourselves or our projects or our work or, or our mission in life, when we accept it, we normally don't really care what other people think. So they could try to reject us, but because of that level of self-acceptance, it doesn't get through. Does that make sense? What doesn't get through? The rejection, when when we have such a level of self-acceptance oh, when it I comes see. to ourselves, then uh-huh. when someone disagrees or criticizes with us, it's almost funny because you, you kind of look at it like you're watching a movie. You have this detachment because yeah. there's no longer an attachment to their reaction. Does that yeah, make sense? Right. They say okay. water off a duck's back. Exactly. And I always was curious mm-hmm. how people do that because I was so invested mm-hmm. in the reactions of others. Okay. So uh-huh. when you get that detachment going, that detached awareness and that self-awareness and that self-acceptance, that no matter what you decide to do with your life or changing the way you look, if you want to dye your hair a different color, what anybody else says really doesn't matter because when you love it, they there's no kink in your armor for them to get in and, and reject you. Make sense? Yeah. For, I okay. do that all the time, but it's more about like a new career, like fear of entering a new career area, which you need to meet people for that. You, know, mm-hmm. you, need, someone to, you need someone to hire you, you know? Oh, yes. Okay. Have you heard so of another thing? How do you do that attachment for that? Well, let me go in this direction for you. You cannot hinge your, self, your self-esteem. I know you need to make a living, but we need to come into a balance, and I'm going to do this for you in your brain, but we need uh-huh. to come into a balance that we, we cannot expect validation for who we are from a company or a corporation or a person, right? right. When we have oh, yeah. self-validating, then that steers us towards the perfect opportunity. Until then, okay. we can have a pattern of, getting one job after the other where we have a scenario of being accepted and then we're euphoric and it's great and then reality kind of sets in and then you kind of get to know the environment and the culture of the company and then the rejection mm-hmm. starts to come. That that can happen. That's a pattern that some people um, mm-hmm. have to deal with. But it all stems from what's inside. And mm-hmm. so let's, let's this. Here we go. So fear of nothing changing. Of things staying yes, the same. I want okay. I want to re- I want a new relationship and a new career. So okay. the fear of not those happening specifically. Okay. So let's get you moving forward. Okay. And then resisting rejection. Okay and not reaching it. Now I'm just going to fill your head with light. Mm -hmm. Get these matched up and in unison. That's 
better. Saw like a light explosion. Um, right. So that both hemis- both hemispheres of your brain will now cooperate with each other instead of these these fears tripping up what should be a joyful exploration of what you want to do in the next phase of your life. True. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I would like that instead. Yeah. yeah. So, in the absence of rejection and then the procrastination, which is the tool you use to avoid that, and then mm-hmm. the basic fear that, but I want it, I want it to change. So, in order to allow change, then we have to open ourselves to it. But Definitely. there's this push-pull going on with you so that energetically mm-hmm. you're trying to pull things to you. I want this. I want that. I desire this. And then at the mm-hmm. same time, the other hand is but hold off. I just need to make sure I'm safe. Let me take a while to assess this situation. And that's where the procrastination mm-hmm. comes in. Make sense? Definitely. Yeah, that's it. Okay. okay. So you should feel better by it's tomorrow the thought, morning. It's like the thoughts are one thing and the actions are totally opposite of what my thoughts are. Perfect way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we want to pull stuff towards us, but we push it away at the same time, and that's what keeps you stuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you should feel different in the morning, and um, if any problems pop up, like if you hit a bump or you feel a need to cry and you can't um, – don't not sure where to go with that, just um, send me a note through my website, and um, I can tweak it from here in two seconds, Okay. Great. Can you tell me again what you did? What was the ba- what did you balance? So this is the, This is a brain balancing. So what what happens is the two hemispheres of the brain um, tend to, for a variety of reasons, trauma, um, struggle, they are out of sync and they don't cooperate with one another to move forward in unison. So okay. if the left side is the intellect and the right is the intuition and the emotional aspect then right. the left can be going in one direction, but the emotional side is going in a different direction. And in a lot of cases, it's trying desperately not to repeat whatever happened in the past, but the intellect is saying, no, I can build this. I can do this. So mm-hmm. they're, they're not – picture walking with your two legs, but you have a very uneven gait. So it's difficult mm-hmm. to get where you're going if you cannot have that easy stride. So it's called a consciousness split. So they're then – forms a split in the conscious fabric of your mind so that they are kind of going in two different directions. And that's when we experience conflict, especially in manifesting what we want. Mm -hmm. So in clearing out those fears, then filling the area with light, which is of God, which is of your Mm -hmm. higher self, because at higher self level, you know who you are, you know what you want to do and you know how to get there. But are, are our smaller selves get in the way because of these hopes and fears and all those aspects of being a human being. So filling it with light then kind of reconnects you to that source energy and then in balancing it out, they're now in unison. And then I heal the split at that center of the brain where the line is between the two hemispheres. Got it. That, that makes sense. It's called a brain balancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Thank good. you. Good stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for calling in and and uh, doing this on the air with me. Great. Thanks. Thanks for the show. You're welcome. Take care. All right. I can do one more. Area code 831. I'd like to bring you on. Welcome. Oh, What's your uh, name? My name is Karen. Karen. Hi, 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 Karen.
Karen? Yes. Hi, Karen. And where are you from? I'm calling from Central Coast, California. Another California. Awesome. I love California people. How can I help you today? Well, I'm just uh, enthralled with your work, actually. And um, I'm wondering if you can just do a a scan or a clearing for me or whatever it is that you do, whatever it is you've been doing for It seems to be highly personal and individualized, what you do. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Do you have any physical issues or do you want me to just do a scan? It's like kind of like looking at an x-ray. Yeah, just a scan, please. Thank you. Just a scan, see what I find? Okay. Let's approach this with a a nice, happy curiosity. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let me just start from the top of your head, and I'll go downward. If you feel anything, I'm putting picture a – how do I want to put this? Picture like a – almost like a board of energy, a bright white energy surface. And then I'm going to pull it down through your body, and then things will light up as I look. Okay? Amazing. Yeah. It's quite the light show. I love it. Wow. Something with your pineal gland. Are you are you psychic and you turned it off, or you would would hope to increase your psychic abilities? Hope to increase my psychic ability. work on that okay it it just feels very important to you is that true true very true okay. i feel like that's my guidance and without guidance I, I mean i'm i'm lost i i i feel like i always need guidance for everything so we need to get you to a point where you can trust your inner guidance and your inner teacher so that you can feel kind of safe in your own skin Yes, I think I trust it. I don't always hear it, and mm-hmm. uh, or sometimes it's so fleeting that I miss it. So it's more like um, tuning okay. into finer frequencies. Okay. Higher frequencies. I'm just writing it down so I don't forget. Okay, I'm just going to keep going, and then I'll backtrack and address whatever I find. Okay. Okay, blocks, finding some blocks. Get those, okay. There's a lot of tension in your jaw. Do you grit your teeth or grind your teeth in your sleep? Or or, or are you holding back from saying something to somebody? Why would why would you be like clenched that way, the muscles in your jaw? I do feel myself, uh, I do feel tension in my jaw sometimes, like pushing my teeth together. I'm not sure what that's about, just tension. Mm hmm. Okay. I'll figure that out when I go back in. It feels, that's, I know I have to go back there. Okay, tension in jaw. It feels like. It has something to do with the behavior of others. 
That could very well be. Like, almost like a petulant stomping of the foot. How come other people get to act any way they want and I always have to stick to a higher standard? Is that the right words for you to resonate? That's definitely one one aspect of it. Pro- probably a prominent aspect of it. That is true. I think I can answer my own question. It's because when you know higher law, you're held to it. But I, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that seems seems to be and another aspect of it is that um people have been running ripshot over to me uh, over me uh for the past three years in a legal matter by violating every law there is and nothing oh. seems to happen okay yeah, so that's, there, okay so there's yeah. a real issue a legal matter but there's also what i'm feeling is you're deep down you get very annoyed with unconscious people that makes sense yes it it, like, it, it does yeah, when you meet somebody who's like their consciousness is just so weak, and it's you have this—not that it's a horrible thing—but but you have this attitude like, how do you live? Like, how do you how do you function in your life when in so many areas you don't have a clue? Like statements like that might go through your mind. Like, my goodness, um, it makes me happy to be me. Watching people like that, a feeling like that, does that make sense? Yeah, there's a there's a curiosity element because some of people appear to be doing so much better than I am, like materially or something. And then on the other hand, um, you know it, uh, you know it, it kind of irks me because people like that have have taken control of my life, like in childhood and in the past, and they've always uh, had not had my best intentions in mind. They've had theirs in mind, so I've been like their victim in the past. Gotcha. So I think that's part of the, you know, unacceptance and irk, irksomeness that I feel towards them. Mhm, mhm. And then, right. yeah. Okay, let's keep going. That's some good stuff. It's 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 nice to be able to step back and really look at yourself from a bigger picture and really see what's happening beneath the surface. That's what I love about this stuff. Like, here's what's really bothering you, even if it's a fleeting thought once a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know with the case of that legal matter, that would be a constant thought. It's good to get to this fun stuff. Okay, so here we go. And it almost feels like upset with the inability to look around and pick a direction. Does that make sense? But uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Although I think I'm finally coming to um, choose a direction. Like this in the past two, three days after like years of not being able to choose a direction. Mhm. Picture an owl being able to turn its head all the way around, and then somehow you were restricted. Got it. <laughs> You're amazing. Oh, thanks. You have a bird you in the background. So amazing. Wow. You're deep. You're fast. It's incredible. I try. I try. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and a lot of that's mostly on the left. I'll clear that out for you. Okay, let's see what else we can find with you. <laughs> okay. Shoulders. Tension in the shoulders, and I want to paint a picture for you. Picture putting your shoulder up against the door and trying to push it open when it's locked from the other side. Okay. And then whatever you want to do or the outcome of this legal matter, it's like you're pushing, pushing, pushing. You want it to be over. You just want to be done. And, and I'm looking at you like with your hands up around your face like I can't take any more. This can't, can't possibly go on for as long as it has. It can't go on forever. And it feels like karmic punishment. Like, maybe that's the only way you could go is I must have done something really horrible in a past life because this is just too much. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. Okay. Sums up. So your emotional posture then is like banging your body up against the door trying to get it to open when it's not meant to. There's another door. So in doing this, what we need to do is get you to see the options and opportunities that are forever present around you. But because of the way you've been steered, and I would say you have been corralled by people to push you the way they wanted you to go. And so it kind of takes away your trust in yourself that, no, you can see clearly the horizon for yourself. You don't need them to say – it feels like people say, no, don't look that way. Look this way. And – just finding ways to take advantage of you. Is this, are these the right words that I've chosen? Perfect. Okay, good. Okay. You're so astounding. I'm what? Your clarity is astounding. And actually there has been a mistrust in myself and it's really been a source of, uh, of confusion for me. And you just nailed it. I'm really going to have to meditate on that because that is profound what you just said. And I'm just realizing the truth of it as you said it. Mm. It's deep, but in clearing this out, in clear, on what? You articulated it just absolutely perfectly. And as soon as it was a vague sense. And as soon as you articulated, I knew it was the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's in your face to be recognized, and then we can let it go. Okay, so what I, I wanted to finish that thought. There are opportunities and options all around us. It's just that our perceptions, when they become jaded and shaded by the actions of others, with the projections they place on us, and their manipulative tactics and their control techniques, we start to, we start to lose a, a core sense of ourselves and start to feel like this is normal and find a way to function within that without declaring this is not right. I'm just going to pull it up by the roots and change it. It's difficult to find a way to do that. So all the best we can do is try to cope within those parameters. But in clearing stuff like this out, then that opens your field of vision to the options. And boy, won't a lot of people around you be surprised when you go off in a direction they never saw you doing or, or going in that direction. If, I feel like you're going to shock everybody. Okay? Perfect. Perfect. It's like whip their head around, like whiplash, like where did Karen go? And Karen's riding off into the sunset with her middle finger up in the air. Got it. I really, really understand. See you, I'm on, see you on, on a horse. 
Mm-hmm. There's the image I'm looking at is you on a horse riding off into the sunset. Your right hand up with your middle finger up, and you leave it all behind. Done. You're done with this. Whatever these dynamics are that contribute, you're done. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. Let's commit. I'm I'm only at your shoulders. Let's keep going. I feel this might be on an emotional level. I hope it hasn't graduated to the physical, but I do a diminished lung capacity. Does this make sense to you? Yes. Is this anxiety causing you short breathing, or do you have asthma? What is it physical, or can it be on the emotional? Please say emotional so I can out. Good. Okay. That's easier to fix. You're breathing mostly out of the tip of your mouth. If you could retrain yourself, it takes conscious effort. And before I forget, let me go through this with you now. Okay. Are are you, in fact, right-handed? Do you have your phone in your right hand? I'm left-handed. Left-handed. Interesting. Okay. So you got your phone in your left hand. Now take your right hand. Okay. And you want to put it behind your back and place it at the very bottom of your lungs right where your back starts to curve. Okay. Okay, now take a very, very slow breath, and you want to aim the air for the back of your hand. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you can do this while you're meditating until you get the feel for it, and then you can focus on it as a meditative practice. This would be very good for you. Oh, excellent. Okay, so as you breathe in and you're aiming for the back of your hand, you're going to sense the back of your ribcage lift, filling with air, and then your stomach goes second, right? Yes. Okay, Okay. so start over. Go even slower. Breathe in slowly, and then I'll, I'll kind of narrate for what you're experiencing. So as you breathe in slowly, first you feel the back go up, and then your stomach goes up, and then the upper back quadrant of your lungs fill, and then your chest moves. Do you feel that completeness of the breath? Four I'm quadrants. It more. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling it more and more and more. I'm understanding what you're saying, and I'm I'm feeling it, but I don't think I'll feel it to the full extent I will after I do some practice, but I get what you're saying, and I am beginning okay. to feel it. As long as you get the steps. You, aim, you got your hand at your lower, at the bottom of your ribs, right? This is, it, this is yeah. the way a baby breathes, okay? When you watch a baby breathe, their stomach and their rib cage expand. Their chest doesn't heave unless they're crying, okay? So this is the normal way to breathe. Out of um, our response to emotional tension, we start to breathe more and more shallow. And then this will affect your sense of well-being because you're not breathing properly, even though you're getting oxygen. You know what I mean? So in a meditative practice, and if life is breath, you know what I mean? So then once you know the steps, the one, two, three, four of it, with those front, back, front, back at the top, then – this will relax you and then your body will reward you. And then you can notice when you're breathing on a more shallow level, then, okay, I'm out of control. Like I'm completely out of control. Even if you're just worried, then this is affecting my breathing. Let me close my eyes for two seconds, that kind of thing. I'll I'll leave it at that for that for, for now. Um, But in your meditative practice, you should be able to uh, see a difference and, with what I'm going to do for your intuition 
this is very important for you. And now I'm looking at you getting images and all kinds of good stuff coming to you. Okay, let me keep going. Something with the belly. Let me see. This feels like cramps. And it feels directly related to the third chakra with regard to this like legal issue you have or however these people manage to control you. Do, do you experience cramps, like a little um, stiffness in the stomach area, your belly area? Yes. Okay. This is why. Because your third chakra is working overtime trying to figure out how to get out from under the thumb of certain people. Yeah, yes, it does make sense. Okay. Keep going. It's like survival, emotional survival. It is. You're really, you're surrounded. Like there's no way out, but there is. Upwards. Okay. Is there a problem with your left hip? Yes. Feels tight. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep going. Man, oh, man. Okay. Okay. In the thigh area, you have a lot of self-criticism stored up there. So, I mean, that could result in cramps or Charlie horses, weird things like that, like your left hip going out on you and not supporting you properly. Any manner of things could happen. But a lot of times our feelings about ourselves are stored in certain areas of the body. The thighs are significant insofar as where you want to go in life. Not so much who am I. That would be more in the forearms. But the thighs are how do I move forward with this understanding of myself. And a lot of it turns to self-criticism. Make sense? Yes. Okay. That's in your thighs. Hmm. There's something in your knees. I don't know how how serious it is. But it feels, I want to say creaky or squeaky. Like hard to be flexible, trying to be flexible, can't break out in a run. Yeah, there's red there. There's anger. Oh, okay. It's like your joints are, ooh. Your joints are absorbing the impact of the shock of the emotional aspects of you. It's the shock absorber element of the joints. Yes. They're, They're carrying extra, and a lot of anger has built up in your knees. Oh, your joints are very affected by it. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't understand why they were bothering me. It just didn't make any sense to me. How bad are they bothering you? Well, you know, it would be difficult to um, walk up and down stairs sometimes, and they felt like they were out of place, and I'd have to, like, uh, move around on a yoga mat and really work uh, 
really hard over, you know, a period of weeks or something to try and get them popped back into place and things, and they would sort of like pop out of place, and it would be hard to walk up and downstairs. And I couldn't understand why, you know, anything was going on with my knees. It's just nothing made sense to me about that, but now it does. Okay. If my joints were absorbing emotion, the emotional shock, especially my knees, because that takes us places like the yeah. thighs. The, the... Forward mobility, exactly, emotionally and physically. So then they're absorbing that. With the feet, something with the feet, tired, achy, crampy, angry feet with some, what's going on with the feet? Um not so much with the feet that I really understand, except for they sort of get, um, I walk a lot, but they get like uh, at intervals, but they get tired and hot. I see. Okay. So there are blocks in the shockers in your feet. So I'm going to clear that out so that, let me double check. Am I going to work my way backwards with this? So I'm going to start from the feet and work my way up with all this stuff. Okay, so I'm going to clear the blocks and the chakras of the feet. And as you walk, this will allow you to suck up more energy from the earth, from Mother Earth, to feel supported. At this point, with those blocks in place, it just feels like you're pounding the pavement. Like you're just stepping on earth, not connecting to earth. Make sense? Yes, and it does feel like there's an accumulation of energy down there and not leaving or not, yes, not, not getting That's why they get hot. Right. Okay. So uh, the, the yeah. flow of energy is blocked, and then the, the energy gets stuck in your feet. That's why they get hot and tired. But with that rejuvenating effect of walking on Mother Earth, feeling supported by her with the energy coming up and working its way up to your joints properly to support you, a lot of this should feel better, Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. There's one. There's two. Okay. Got that. Okay, so we're working on it. Let me just double check, get my instructions from the bosses. Okay. All right, so the knees, I'm going to get the answer out of there. Now, the thighs, let's do, okay, now the hips, I'm going to do them both. This is also an aspect of that banging yourself against the door, trying to get it open. You use the shoulder and the hip kind of thing. So you're um, pressing past, basically. Okay. I'm going to get them in unison. I want to get the left and right hip in unison and parallel. It's a little off kilter. Which happens when we're fighting against the past and running towards the future something's going to go wrong. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. So yeah, they were a little uneven and that would cause tightness in the muscle or around the joint because it's working extra hard to stay in balance. Okay. 
Is your tailbone okay? I think so. Okay. Just looking at your spine. Yeah, it looks pretty good. All right. Then, belly. Okay, so we have tension in the belly as a result of the third chakra working overtime. Let me get that. Okay, now I'm going to go into the third chakra. It's very sluggish. Okay. Okay, it was very sluggish. It wasn't spinning at the appropriate rate of speed, so I got it a little bigger and then spinning in the proper direction at an appropriate rate of speed. That looks amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does, by, any, by any chance, does your food get stuck in your esophagus sometimes when you eat? Uh, not that I notice, no. Oh, well, you would notice. Okay, I just like to be thorough because with people like me with – um, overwork third chakras, my my food used to get stuck, and I like to be sure that if I identify someone else with a chakra in similar condition, that if that's the case, that their food gets stuck, that I could help if that's the case. Okay, so good. I'm glad it doesn't happen to you because it's very painful. Okay. Oh. So diminished lung capacity. We worked on that, but let me put some light into your lungs. And then we're going to do a full body thing for you. A lot of this is just tension. And I know it's hard, but you need to relax. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Like you need full body relaxation, whatever that looks like, hot tub, I don't care. Okay. Okay. So got that. Okay. Shoulders, the tension in the shoulders. Pretty knotted up. Like down into the biceps. This is how this is how tense the muscles are. Do you have a chiropractor? No. I, I don't go to a chiropractor. I just um once in a while I once in a while, I get a massage, and I I do yoga almost every day. It just feels like there's um bunching up of the vertebrae just under the base of your skull. But if you're stretching uh, out really good with the yoga, but I just I just feel tension right there, like it's the vertebrae kind of crunched up together. Yes. Okay. I I believe it. Uh, you know, I pulled a muscle in my neck about a mu- uh, three weeks ago or too close to a month ago, and I'm I'm working off the residual effects of it, and, and um, there was a lot of cracking and crunching in my neck at the base of my skull working out that pulled muscle. So I think that's there what you're reading. There it is. Yeah, yeah. A chiropractor can do a really quick adjustment and get those vertebrae being friendly again. Okay. I found a good one where I live who also um, practices and offers, like, acupuncture. Like, if you could find, like, a holistic chiropractor, it would be ideal. 
Okay. I just felt like I should say that. Okay, so you're hearing crunchy sounds. Okay. <laughs> Definitely crunchy sounds. Yeah, my neck sounds like a bowl of Rice Krispies. <laughs> it sounds funny, but it's really not funny when it's happening. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's disconcerting that you can make all this noise with your body. It's really, really weird. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I tried to work out some of the tension in the muscles, but I did see that in, in the vertebrae, and then you would need somebody with that manipulation technique to get those kind of like away from each other. Um, and pulling a muscle like that makes sense to me that when a muscle gets tight like that, it's going to be pulling those vertebrae in an unnatural way. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, definitely. So, so that could add to the tension and, and the discomfort. Okay, so we got that. Then, okay, your jaw. Oh, let's clear this out. Okay. Try to be very conscious because it does feel with this amount of tension that you're on your way to TMJ if you don't have it already. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, there was a good bit of anger in there, but I got it out. Okay, so the blocks in your ears. Got that. Got that. Okay, are you still with me? I sure am. Okay, good. Okay, pineal gland. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to go in and get any blocks to um, intuition. Yeah, it feels like things come to you in spurts, and because it's so fleeting, you don't really get a chance to sit with it. So we need to have things slow down for you so that you can assimilate messages, frequencies, um, visions, that kind of thing. Um, well, you're very intelligent, and it's, but your mind is very fast-paced. So it's hard to kind of slow that down. Is that, is that true for you? Yes, yes, that's true, and also the, that it only comes in spurts. Need it to uh, come in a more consistent flow because I, I need it more frequently than I seem to be able to access it. Okay. So, let me ask if I can teach you this. Okay. Perfect. Good. Okay. So the question I asked is, can I teach her how to change her perception of time? Okay. Because you need to operate a certain way in time. That's what you're used to. So, uh, mother just said, yes, you can simply ask her to change her perception. Um, so what you do is as you're meditating or what have you, or even throughout the day, whether you're doing menial tasks like laundry, dishes, things where you can afford to slow down a bit, if that makes sense, yeah. where you don't need to think yeah. so quickly. Okay. So yeah. then you then you just ask for, I want a perception, I want to change my perception of time to slow it down so that I can spend more time with each second, each moment, and whatever it presents is the way you want to say it. I want to spend more time with each moment and whatever that moment presents to me. Okay. So those are the words you need to use. Okay. 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 All right. 
All right, and then go into the pineal gland. Yeah, this is all a time thing. Okay, so we want to put in tuning into higher frequencies, increased abilities with all the clairs, clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaugustus, all the clairs. I'm going to add in extra for interpretation. Um, that's something you're going to be doing. Okay. Kind of like me. You know how like I'll, I'll see an energy or feel an energy, but I have to interpret it to get the words that match your resonance. Yeah. You can do that. You would be good with that. That that talent is there just to develop it. Oh. Beautiful. Okay. Now we want to do... I'm going to do, really quickly, your emotional body, your mental body, and then your physical body. I'm going to fill them all with light, get them in unison, and connect them all together so that you're unified, okay? Perfect. Beautiful. Here we go. Beautiful. Now the mental. Ooh. And this is just yellow light. With the, with the emotional body, I feel it with blue light. And as I do that, I see sometimes bruises disappear, misperceptions, hurts, memories, that kind of thing. Cleans it up real nice and pretty. Okay, so now with the mental, it's just yellow light, and that'll give you extra clarity. Focus. You get overwhelmed sometimes. I do. This is why, okay, getting this into alignment like this, this will help you get into a flow that's very easy and you get more done. Okay, that's good. Okay, I'm getting those together. And now the physical body. So I'm just going to, I did all that work, but I'm going to fill it all with light and support that all that, all those changes. These look a lot better. Okay. Now let me do your the hand the chakras in your hands. Make sure they're clear. This looks really good. I think you look really good now. Where there is all that, you know, discomfort, pain, whatever I was finding, a lot of that is is so removed and clear that you're, you just look like a shiny new penny. Let me ask if there is anything they would like to add to this. Mother Mary saying, um, wonderful Charlotte, tell her we love her and to thank her for her work. She is appreciated. I don't know what that means, whether it's work on yourself uh, I think it's just prayer. Moving, yes. Keep moving, my dear. Keep moving. The end. The the end is near. No, no worries. Oh, okay, okay. They're talking about can, the law thing. You can start to let go of. As as you kind of let go and relax, that helps it bring to a close. Perfect. I understand that. Mhm. 
Jesus is doing something with his hands. He's rubbing them together and he's putting them on your forehead and on the back of your head. Oh, he's calming you down. He's giving you kind of like a sedative. Thank you, Jesus. Said you're, you've been you, through a lot. Mm. Mother says you're welcome, my dear. Okay, he, it, it, from what I'm looking at, it seems you've been through a lot. You've been put through the ringer. True. Yeah. True. I have been put through the ringer in every conceivable way. Yeah. That, For yeah. him to step in and do this, that tells me you've been put through it, and he's helping you to relax the muscles of your body. Like, your your whole body is so impacted by all of this, and he is filling it with just gentleness. Almost done. Okay, just kissed you on your forehead. You know, even the recognition of the depth of what I've been through and the extent is even in and of itself healing. Mm-hmm. But this is mm-hmm. such a major extra blessing, Charlotte. Thank he you. is uh, he is applauding you. That's how that's how hard how hard you've worked to maintain your equilibrium, your sanity, your mental strength. It took a lot to stand up under everything. all this. Mm-hmm. It took everything I had, everything. Yes. That's why I'm well, depleted. He's, a, he's applauding you. Or yes, what? that is why you're depleted. He's applauding you. He's filling you with light. You're all filled up. And so once this is over, feels like three months. Oh, excellent. Feels like three months. Yeah. Give her the specifics. Okay. All right. Normally, I'm, I'm not supposed to give too many specifics because I don't want you to worry about the future. But, you know, I get it free. Three days, three weeks, three months, three years. You know what I mean? But it feels like months. And then, um, like, towards September, as as the as fall arrives, mid midway through September, and then you start to see some movement and freeing up. There's a lot of red tape. There's a lot of stubbornness involved here. And then there's like a shift and then you kind of cross over to the threshold and then you can breathe easy, relax and put it all behind you. And he wants you to know that once you step over that threshold, you won't have to go through this again. This was a very heavy karmic debt. Wow. Mm-hmm. But you're, you'll be free of it because of the work you did during it. You'll be free of it and it, and it will likely never happen again. Not to this level. Wow. Okay. But it's very free and, and free to do what you want with your life. Wow. Okay. What was the original? Oh, you just wanted to see what I saw. Okay. That's what I saw. <laughs> it's a lot. You're thorough. It's a lot, and it's very deep. It's profound. You're the real deal. I can feel energetic shifts and changes with every move you made through my body. Oh, cool. Uh, Every part you named, everything you did, I could feel the energetic shifts. Um, and the impact is 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 significant. Your work is profound. I'll be keeping in touch with you. Imagine I, what a full I, session I, would do. <laughs> wow, you, you're really a full extraordinary. A full session. So Thank you. A full session would clean your clock. <laughs> 
that was nothing. Oh. I didn't even scratch the surface, but I'm glad I got to find so many things. There were 12 things on that list. Were you taking notes at all? No, I was oh, okay. taking physically because I was so in tune with what you were doing and I wanted got to be you. receptive without you to work. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, 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 I'll totally be in touch. I, I, your work is truly profound, Charlotte. Cool. Thank you. Thank I'm you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for doing this Thanks. on the air with me because I really wanted people to know what's possible and, and the things that can be cleared out that you wouldn't think were possible, but also just to demonstrate a lot of these techniques um, and, and your testimony right there tells them you felt it all. And yeah, it is very profound and I am honored to be able to do it and to serve as a bridge between you and the divine. So um, it's for all of us, I guess. Thank you so much, Karen. You hit so many highlights with such specificity and just pointed laser focus. Thank you so much. Thank you, Charlotte. Very God bless you. I got you too. I look forward to hearing from you, Karen. You will. Thank you. Oh, oh, okay. Well, since I did a lot of, okay, all of you, if anybody comes archive, go to my website in the free download section. There's a document. Download that. The shift you're going to go through, because you're going to go, you're going to go through a lot of shifts. Okay, that was a lot of work. Okay, so when the body and the mind lets go of a lot of things, um, you're going to feel a difference, and you may need to cry. There will be sinus drainage, frequent trips to the bathroom, but do a salt bath. That's in the document. There are prayers, whatever you need to do. I didn't get too in detail with the legal issue. I didn't feel I had to. I just know that there's an outside pressure that's contributing to a lot of this. So I didn't need to go there, but you know your story and and what you're experiencing. So use that document and the tips contained within to help support the shift. And wait till you see how you feel in about a week. It's going to be amazing. Okay. All right, right, dear. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Take it easy now. God bless. All right. All right. All right, we all have to take it easy after a lot of healing work like that. I'm thankful to Karen for having that much time available to let me do all this and for all of you who tuned in. And sorry I didn't get to more people, but I did set up this so I could spend some quality time with some people and um, get to a point where I am satisfied with what I've done for someone and not just kind of scratch the surface. Thank you, Mother Mary, for your guidance. Jesus, for yours, as always, Ezekiel. Thank you. Okay. Spiritual Insights Radio is the web. SpiritualInsightsRadio.com is my website if you want to learn more about what I do and uh, different options that are available if you would like to have a session with me. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and for your continued support. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.